Hey, everybody. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of info. This is a bonus episode. We, a little behind the scenes info, we had Asterios Kokonos on. He was our first guest on this season, and we had a couple technical issues. We are a new podcast, as you know, where he was talking about some really interesting stuff, but we didn't record our side of the conversation. Um, Luckily, probably the most interesting thing he was talking about in relation to R2-D2 and C-3PO in the episode was a little bit of a monologue, so we can kind of, I pieced it together and put it in here because we thought it'd be really fun to share with you guys still, and I thought he brought up some really good points. Um, After that... We do have all of our audio for this part, but I knew how much he loved R2-D2, and so I decided to prod him a little bit, and it worked. Uh, He got a little riled up, and we started a debate about whether or not R2-D2 is incompetent, and I thought it was pretty funny. Um, We just didn't have room for it in the actual episode, so we're dropping it as a little bonus. So we're going to try to bring you some more bonus stuff throughout the season. We hope you like this. Give us some feedback. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep trying to drop these little extras if you all like it. So enjoy. Here's what I like about C-3PO and R2-D2 in this show, that they really kind of annoy and frustrate our main cast because it's like, that's how you would really react to these droids in real life. You wouldn't be like, ah, the famous C-3PO and the... Famous R2-D2, like, tell me about all the great adventures you've been on. You'd be like, oh, God, these guys are so annoying. Like, I want them to both shut up and stop doing things. This is such a great use of C-3PO and R2-D2. It, when they're introduced, they don't get a hero shot. Here's how they're introduced. Walking onto a bus. That's so, that's so great. And then they got to go sit in the back of that bus and then they like cause trouble and then they call the cops. It's just, it's perfect. This is exactly how you should represent these characters. You got you got to think about it like this. Think about it like wrestling. They didn't put C-3PO and R2-D2 in episode eight. They put them in episode two. Cause they, well, okay, you can't fit them into the pilot. You need the pilot to establish all these characters. Great, 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 great. Now we're, now we're bringing them in for some heat, but C-3PO and R2-D2 have got to put the baby faces over. Our main characters have to be cooler and better than these two characters you have loved for 30 years. And they use them expertly for that. Chopper punks R2-D2. What are you saying? Hey, kids, Chopper's a cooler character than even R2-D2, so imagine how cool Chopper is. That's good. That's a Good way to set up your your TV show, guys. So does the nostalgia work on you in the new EU stuff? Like, were you into it when you saw R2-D2 and C-3PO in Rogue One? Oh, look. A long time ago, someone made up a dumb rule where they were like... Was it in a galaxy far, far away? I did. I knew I should have found a better (laughs) way into this. But there's definitely an interview where George Lucas is like... Uh, it's uh, really the story of C-3PO and R2-D2. They're the main characters in Star Wars. And you see the events through just two hapless, luckless droids. You know, that's that's what makes it special. 
And so, even though that's not true even a little bit, <laughs> they would be fine without C-3PO, except one time they needed him. <laughs> C-3PO, who are you helping here? Why are you worth five gold bars? I don't get it, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that does bring up an interesting point. I have brought up in the past that, for the most part, I mean, C-3PO, I think, is useless. He's a lovable, original part of the cast. But I also think... R2-D2 is a little bit more bumbling than we give him credit for. He doesn't really You're do You're going to have to prove this with a lot of evidence. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me hear it. I'll hear the case. Okay. So for the most part, I think the good things that R2-D2 does are on accident or after he messes up a bunch of times. And he also gets them in a lot of trouble all the time. So like... What are some cases where he's just like a plain hero? Hmm. Wait, you haven't given any examples of how he's bad. Okay, so like the garbage masher. They're in there. Like how hard is it to turn off a garbage masher? He almost kills them like two or three times before he finally finishes it. But he does save them. Yeah. After he bumbles around for a little while. Wait, no. Counterpoint. He's trying to decrypt the most advanced Imperial technology in both the inner, in the inner, in the core worlds and the outer rim. He, first off, there should be a shutoff of the garbage compactor inside the garbage compactor. The fact that there's not is pure <laughs> science fiction. Second thing, so it takes a minute to, look, if I give you a garage door opener, it might take you a minute. It's like, oh, I got to change the code. Oh, sh mom said it to the wrong code. It's just like, it's, you know what? Consumer technology is hard. I was trying to make a pizza at the beginning of this podcast. I almost burned my whole apartment building down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think a more competent droid would have been able to get it done faster. And like what? Like his plan in A New Hope to find Obi-Wan Kenobi is he's just going to like walk across the desert. But he finds him. Yeah, it so, actually works super well. After he finds Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> And he gives him the plans. So you'd call that plan working super well, getting kidnapped by Jawas, and then sold to the right person, luckily, and then escaping those people, then getting attacked by sand people, and then luckily being found by the guy they want to find. If C-3PO wasn't with him, he wouldn't have got caught by Jawas. He's much faster. That guy can... <laughs> that Like, C-3PO can barely move. His arms are... Bolted to his body. What? That, that's gonna make this guy move fat? You're slowing this guy down. <laughs> C3PO turns off the trash compactor. C3PO gets the hyperdrive motivated working again, allowing them to escape the the Empire. C3PO gets the shield generated working again in the prequels. C3PO provides a valuable distraction inside the ship that General Grievous has taken over that Palpatine is in by just spitting oil and doing all this shit the place. C-3PO saves everybody's life because he's such an excellent waiter at Jabba's palace. <laughs> and that's how he gets in position to launch the lightsaber that, al that allows Luke to kill many a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> so, I mean, that one... That was just programming. I mean, it's like saying, like, my toaster launched, like, the toast that saved my life. Like, it's just... Yes, an astromech droid serving... <laughs> what, of course, the thing it was invented to do, be a cocktail waiter. This 
droid that pri- was primarily created to run hyperdrive calculations. <laughs> Let's not forget, he spilled the drinks that he was carrying, so he's obviously incompetent. So I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that tray on his head? That wasn't R2's idea. <laughs> I didn't come prepared for this debate, but I'm glad that yeah, I just clearly. got you riled up. I will come back. Clearly. I'll do my research, and we'll we'll reconvene on a debate he night. He saves them so many times. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll I'll think about it some more. You may have convinced me. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. If you guys like me, you can listen to my podcast, Science. Friction. It's a sci-fi comedy game show where comedians earn points if their opinions match my opinions. 